Welcome to Tangent, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you came last week, you heard our awesome episode about Alaska and the urban legends there. <clears throat> yes, quite awesome. Again, I'm Austin. I'm Jack. Thanks again, guys. Um, we're doing something a little different this week. We wanted to take a break from the many states that we've done, all two of them so far. It's been rough. And work on a different segment. What are we calling this segment? Um, we are not, but we can. Weird crap. That's it? That went down. Yep. Oh. Weird crap that went down. Let's see. W-C-T-W-D. There's no vowels. You need some vowels. Um, Nothing makes sense without a vowel. Yeah, fine. Um, We'll think on it. Yeah, we will. You'll probably see it in the the title. Maybe not. I don't know. You'll see. Surprise. All right, well, we're doing something different this week. (laughs) And we wanted to just go over some weird... Cases, I guess you could say. Yeah, cases Just or really strange occurrences. No matter where they are, um, kind of like a something that we thought deserved its own episode. We we didn't want to get to that state, or some of these that we have planned aren't even in the states. Um, so we just wanted to make room for them, and we believe that it warrants its own episode. Right. Um, so this first one, it's been pretty heavily covered on on other shows and stuff, but we wanted to to take a deep dive into it. Uh, the Elisa Lamb case. It's pretty freaky. And this was like the first podcast I heard that was in the realm of kind of like true crime. So it holds a special place in my heart. <laughs> well, it, it, it It's weird because we can't even for sure call it true crime. Right. Because... could just be a suicide. It could be paranormal. It yeah. could be a many things, which is super weird. Um, this is a super messed up everything. The story, like... Basically, it's, it's kind of graphic. Yeah, you could say that it's pretty graphic. I think, yeah, I think the... The worst part is like you read this story and it, it like it just makes you feel bad. Like it's just creepy, it's gross and graphic, it's sad. Uh, basically, that's your warning. Basically, yeah. it's nothing terrible. Just be prepared for some some not great stuff. Right. Um, so Lisa Lamb. Basically, the background story is there was a a Canadian. She's Chinese-Canadian, so she, her parents are Chinese, but she was born in Canada. She was a student at uh, University of British Columbia up there, and I think she ended up dropping out of college and just decided she wanted to go on a trip and, like, see... Was she, did she drop out or did she take a break? I, I, think, she, I think she just, yeah, she just took a break. Um, and she wanted to see the West Coast and travel down the West Coast of Canada and the U.S. So she was, like, pretty far into her trip. And she was down in California in L.A. at the Cecil Hotel, which kind of has its own interesting backstory. And we can talk about that a little bit. Um, I looked into that a little bit, actually. Um, and it's not even... It's still there. Did you know that? The Cecil Hotel? Yeah, but it, it's closed, it's not. It? No, it's not called... They rebranded it. Oh, really? Yeah, it's not called the Cecil Hotel anymore. I mean, for obvious reasons, they have rebranded completely. They close it down for a little just to renovate 
and then they reopen, new management, new name, everything. Well, you remember the new name of it? I could find it pretty easily. Yeah, because I remember this was back in 2013, January of 2013, that the Elisa Lamb case happened. And back then, like, it was a dump. Like, it was a terrible, like, a low, um, really low rates for rooms at the hotel. And actually, during the Great Depression, they used it. Uh, it was, like, the rates were low enough that families would be able to more afford living there than they would living, like, in-house. Sorry. I plugged <laughs> my phone, and the computer beeped at me. It's going to beep in a second because I'm going to plug it back in. <laughs> oh, it- it's now called Stay on Main. Hmm. Would you quit messing with the phone cable? Sorry. It's, it's, so your phone cable has a short, dude. It's Something's wrong with it's it. It's a brand new cable. I think. Yeah. I don't know. I found it in a box. Well, back to the hotel. Sorry. So, it was a dump used back <clears throat> in the Great Depression to house people long term because it was so cheap. And this is in L.A. Did we get yeah, that? Yeah, it's in L.A. I don't I'm, know if we said I'm that. I'm pretty sure it's like downtown L.A. Yeah. area. Like, yeah. It's right in like LA kind of like Hollywood area. So it's pretty famous. The main like thing that put it on the scene of being so famous was Alistair Crowley. If you don't know who he is, he was kind of the father of modern Satanism, really creepy, really evil, just Uh, a bad dude. Yeah. Just a bad man. And the, the legend is that he went to this hotel and performed some ritual or black magic and supposedly opened a portal to hell or to another dimension at this hotel and ever since he did that I don't know the backstory of before he did that but ever since then there have been tons of like suicides I think there were 64 suicides since then and then a bunch of murders as well um, as also during that time uh, what's his first name something Ramirez he the night stalker one of the most famous serial killers I think it's Richard Ramirez um, he stayed there for a while while he was kind of on his reign of terror and killing people. Yeah, Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker. So he stayed there for a while. It's thought that he maybe killed some of his victims there. And then also Jack Untavega. <laughs> he was an Austra- an Austrian serial killer. And he was also there at one point, I think, in the, the mid to late 80s. He stayed there for a while. So just kind of a creepy place that was conducive to really bad things that happen and a lot of people will say like oh it's just a coincidence that like all this you know death and killing and suicide like happened at the hotel but it's kind of weird like that doesn't seem like a coincidence to me at all i'm looking at a list right now of all it's called the timeline of suicides and other deaths at cecil hotel there's a decent amount not like a butt ton but there are a lot uh, more than should be unnoticed right right and they all started in looks like 1931 and the most recent one recorded uh was it looks like elisa lamb who we are actually talking about today actually never mind there's no one after that hmm yeah i i would imagine 2015 2015 was the last death the last Death at Cecil Hotel, but it's not Cecil Hotel anymore. So really, I, I don't know if Lisa they... Lamb died in 2013. So that's interesting. Yeah, there's, there's one in 2015. Another... It says the body hmm. of a 28 year old male was found outside the hotel. That looks like he jumped. Hmm. Um, but it says right here, cause of death not determined. I don't think they solved half of these. But yeah, so oh, and another kind of cool thing. Do you have you heard of the Black Delia? 
The Black Dahlia? Dahlia. I never get that right. Uh, Some say that she was last seen at that hotel. Yeah, I had heard that. But a Um, lot of people say it's not true, and the other half people say it is true. There's no evidence, but it is interesting to to think that that was part of... That's a whole different story. You'll have to... You'll have to look that one up. Yeah, I know that one's pretty famous, but I've never like I don't know much it about or researched it. it, so I can't tell you anything about yeah. that. But yeah, so um, the Night Stalker, Richard Ramirez, stayed there. It says he stayed there for a few weeks, um, and they say he may have engaged in part of his sk- killing spree while staying there. And then Jack Untavega, this Australian oh guy, he was there in Australian. Na- or Austrian, sorry. Austrian. Austrian. Like, Australian. Yeah, Untavega is a common Australian name. Good day, from, mate. From Down Under. Yep. Um, Jack Untavega. Yep. <laughs> so uh, he stayed there in 1991, and they think that he stayed there because he was, like, trying to pay tribute to Richard Ramirez, another serial killer who stayed there. It's a weird reason. And he had three confirmed prostitute kills while he was there, and then was convicted shortly after that and ended up hanging himself. I couldn't find if he hung himself. Well, there. no, it wouldn't have been at the hotel because he was convicted, so he would have been probably prison. Probably. Um, but yeah, so he, that's where kind of his last string of murders was. And then, yeah, ever since then, I mean, it's just been, you know, a place conducive to really bad, like, feelings, really bad behavior by people, a lot of suicides, a lot of death. So coincidence or not, it's it's just really creepy. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, it's just... Stay away from that hotel. Get a real hotel. Yeah. <laughs> Pay for a good one. Yeah, it's a piece of garbage. Don't go there. Um, <laughs> it might be better now as the, what did I say, p- the park view. Or... Stay on Main. Wow, I was way <laughs> off. Way off. Yeah. <laughs> I was near close. <laughs> I don't even think you said park view earlier. I don't know where you got that, but... I don't know, probably from work. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Um, but so Elisa Lamb, she goes there in 2013... And I couldn't really find anything that said if she knew the history of the hotel, but I'm sure she did. I'm sure at that point it might have become like a tourist attraction. Like people wanted to go there and see apparitions because there's tons of reports of like people seeing apparitions or ghosts and like feeling weird things. So, and isn't this is this the origin of the elevator game? This place? I don't think it's the origin. Okay, but, but it is. It does have something to do with the elevator game. Yes, and yes. we will get into that later. But it is something that people would have known about in 2013. Right. Maybe not as well now because of Elisa Lamb, but definitely known. Right. Maybe and, not. I don't know. To an outsider, maybe not. Yeah. I, in Canada. I, I actually don't know where the elevator game started. I think it might have actually been outside of the U.S. Hold, please. Keep talking. I will let you know. Um. So yeah, one <clears> of the <throat> theories is that Elisa Lamb stayed there because she knew about all the weird stuff and she was kind of looking out for it. Um, Just remember, she was traveling by herself, so she didn't have anyone else that was, like, staying with her, as far as we know. And, yeah, no, no, not that we know. Um, But wasn't she, was she kind of pup partier, too? Maybe Um, rather outgoing. Yeah. I mean, she is traveling into another country by herself, and she, how old was she, 20? She was, let's see, she was, um... Don't know. Let me look it up real quick. I do know though that she was like, she was medicated for depression. Like she was prescribed medication for depression. She was really depressed. On she had a blog. She was a frequent blogger. So yeah, she was fairly social. You quit doing that. Sorry. Okay. Last time. Um, (laughs) Just leave the phone plugged in. Dang it. Okay. (laughs) 
so she was pr- oh my gosh she was 21 years so she was born in 91 and then died in 2013 um so she she was fairly social she kept a like a consistent blog um, pretty outgoing but she did suffer from depression and anxiety and from what i read she was she had a prescription for it but she definitely I, did yeah i don't know if she's they they couldn't find any of those drugs in her system when they did the autopsy. Right. So there's talk of whether she did take them. She did have them because we know that she was having, she would call back to her family every day. I do remember that, that, they, that um, she did have nightly calls with her parents. And uh, eventually that's what led to the initial investigation is when she didn't call home for like two or three days. Um, but uh, yes, they didn't find any of the drugs in her system. So it could be she um, wasn't on them. Maybe she ran out. Um, maybe she was on them. Maybe they weren't testing for the right stuff. There's, it, It's interesting. Right. Um, but, I mean, for all intents and purposes, she stayed there. We don't know the exact reason why, but she was young. She was on a trip. You know, I'm sure it was just kind of a fun trip to go out and just kind of have fun and party and do whatever she wanted to do. So she might have been there just seeking out the the kind of the myths and legends of the hotel maybe um but we should go there uh no okay sorry okay that's fine <laughs> he'll trip somewhere else then. yep um so she goes to this hotel and the last footage that they have of her life is her in this elevator and it yes. was uh i don't we don't know what floor she was on when she got on the elevator they didn't release that yeah not publicly anyway or at least that we could find. Yeah. Um, they but, didn't release much, period. Right. I'm surprised they even let this out. Right. So the elevator, we have footage of her in the elevator, and she's acting pretty weird. We'll get into that in a little bit. But uh, then she leaves the elevator. I think there was about five minutes of footage that they released, and I don't think we can have access to it all anymore. I tried looking it up, and there's only, like, clips of it. Mm-hmm. But there was about five minutes of footage that was originally released from the inside of the elevator, just some weird behavior, and then um, the footage ended. We we don't know anything that happened after that until about three weeks after she died. Was it really three weeks? Yeah, it was three weeks. Holy and crap! And this is disgusting. Like, oh this, yeah, is that, are you talking about how they discovered it? Yeah, this made Ugh. me this made me sick when I found out. But the, the way that they found her was that three weeks later, a bunch of hotel guests were complaining about water pressure, and some were even complaining about like discolored water and like really bad tasting water and so like it was looking blackish and it tasted terrible yeah like right out of the tap yeah they said it tasted really sweet and just did not taste natural yeah that makes me even more uncomfortable right right? um so the maintenance man like santiago ramirez i think his name was santiago something goes up to the roof and that's where they keep the water tanks. water tanks yeah so he goes to check the water tank opens the water tank and there was just a face of a dead body staring back at him and so then he they discovered that it was her body she'd been in there for about three weeks and the water i guess like helped preserve her body fairly well but it had been decomposing in there so and that's and it, what ended up making it into People were drinking. Yeah, that's, that that's makes disgusting. me sick every time I hear that. Um, but that's how they found her. Um, 
and they originally ruled the death, and it's still ruled as an accidental drowning. Um, and that's where things get real weird. Yeah. So, first of all, the last footage we have of her is looking, it's acting very strangely. Like, real kind of weird. It doesn't make any sense on an elevator. Yeah. And then, three weeks later, she's drowned in the water tank. And not only is she in there, her clothes are in there with her, correct? Right. So, But her, they're not on her. Her clothes had been removed, um, so she was completely nude. And some people say that, like, with how her body was in the water, that being in the water for so long could have caused her clothes to, like, slip off of her body. Wasn't it, like, an eight-foot-tall water tank, I think is what they said? Yeah. No, eight. I think it was more, like, like 20 feet tall. Whoa. Okay. I was, I, I, it's tall. I, let it's me, taller than an average human, so you would have to tread water. Yeah, let me see if I can source that. Um, so they were saying, um, originally you think, okay, someone removed the clothes from her and put her in there, because that's kind of seeming what most people were thinking, but they ended up saying that it was um, um, the fact that she, it was their clothes were getting soaked and it was harder for her to tread water, so she removed them herself. Yeah, so here's a picture of the water tanks. Oh, there those were, are massive. There were four of them, and they're on like a like a platform that's probably, what, three, four feet off the ground? Um, no, three it comes feet. up like, no, it's like half, half of that, dude. Yeah, it's that's probably three up, feet, because he's probably six, like five, five Three and a half feet. feet. I'm going to say three and a half feet. Okay, and then the tanks are at least 10 to 12 feet tall, at least, I would say. I'd go on the safe side and say 10 feet tall. Okay, so I mean... Uh, roughly 15 to 20 feet up is the like the top of the tank, and the, the hatch to get in is on the top. So her body was found very top. Um, yeah, I'm look, sorry, I'm looking at this picture real quick, and it's it's just interesting. But let's pull up the video and watch it for a minute. What we have, can we pull it up on your yeah? Let's do it. Your PC here. We're gonna kind of just watch the video. PC We've watched it a race. few times, and just kind of our natural reaction to it as we watch it. But yeah, if you haven't seen it, just go on YouTube or Google and type in Elisa Lamb elevator footage. Sorry, I have a really loud mechanical keyboard. Ignore um, that. It is pretty weird. Um, go to Elisa Lamb video. I think that's the one. It's got 23 million re- er, views, and it's posted by a man named Dennis Romero. Who's Dennis Romero? I don't know. Um, Maybe he knows something. It's four minutes long. Oh, what about the seven-minute one? That uh, one's like it, a uh, It's BuzzFeed. Absolutely yeah. not. Okay. So we're going to – it doesn't have any sound, but we're going to try to walk you through what the heck is going on in this very low-quality image. So, yeah, she walks in the elevator. The door is still open, and she's bent over pressing a bunch of buttons. Okay, well, we got to pause right there. This is already weird. Looks like she presses about five or six buttons, and they're all... On the left side. Yeah. So it's, is it, what, two rows of buttons going down? Or I columns, would say, I guess? Yeah, probably two rows of floors. I know the Cecil has 12 floors, so I would guess two rows of six buttons, probably. So, yeah, she's bent over, like, yeah, she's pretty like far. Hunched over. And, like, she's, like, I don't know, a, f- a foot maybe from the wall, and she's pressed at least five of the floor buttons yeah that i can see this is pretty low quality video though okay yeah, and they're all straight down as well okay so she gets up and stands in the corner oh sorry didn't mean to pause that and she just stands there she's doing nothing she walks out to the front of the elevator kind of 
tentatively. Oh, she. she oh, wow. Yeah. She she like she kind of lurched out and yeah. looked like to the left and the right really fast. Yeah. Like she was. She expecting out. something. Right. There. She lurched out super quick and just popped her head left and right. Now she's hiding. Oh, that's she's definitely hiding in the corner of the elevator. She's pushed yeah. her back up right where the the buttons, buttons are. are. Where oh, and she's peeking out again. She's peeking out. You can't really see her facial expression super well because it's so blurry, but it's just, I mean, you can tell she's hiding for sure. Um, we can put a man on the moon, but in 2013 we can't buy I know. all the... Quarter on a potato. Um, so, she, yeah, she's still looking out. Oh, oh, what was that? She jumped. It looked like she, like... What is she doing? She's, like, box-stepping, like, in a box. She'll, like, step in and out of the elevator. And oh, Okay, she stepped out of the elevator, and now she's out of the shot. Right. She's just, like, stepping sideways and straight forward and backward. And she's just standing there. Oh, she's doing her... Okay, so before we get to this part, noticed, noticed that during this whole time, we've been watching this for 1 minute and 15 seconds so far. During this whole time, the doors of the elevator have not tried to shut once. Normally, right. what it takes ten seconds, yeah. if that, for them to close on their own. If that, not, and that's if you're not pressing the button. To she hasn't touched any buttons since the beginning. Right. Um, I have heard like a theory about that that the elevator was so old that if you pressed multiple buttons, it would just like shock it and it wouldn't know what to do. But it still, looks like, a, like it looks like the same elevator I'd find in hotels today. Right. Like, I don't think that would cause an issue. I don't think it would do what that guy was saying. Right. So, okay. yeah, it's still open. She's out of the elevator right okay, now. Okay, so this is where things get freaky to walk us through this. So she's got her hand. You can't really see, but she has her hand up on her head. You can just see, like, She's her still elbow. out in the yeah. hallway. All you can see right now is her elbow, but she has her arm up. She's Okay, now she's out of the shot. She's coming back in. Oh, she looks distressed. Yeah. She looks she freaked out. kind of had her hands on her head and, like, looked kind of she's pushing frustrated or exasperated. Every, she's pushing every single button on the elevator now. Yeah, she's pushing all she's, of them. She's pushing them all multiple times. She's, like, frantically, like, pressing every single button at least three or four times. Yeah. Oh, she's still going. Okay, now she's leaving the elevator now again. She, yeah. Just standing on the outside, kind of looking a little cautious. Now she's doing weird. Oh. This, so this is oh. the this is the creepiest part. She does these weird oh. things with her hands, where her hands just go super rigid. It looks like almost she's having a seizure. Right. Pause. You should pause it when it shows her hands again. Okay. Yeah. Right oh. there. Oh, oh so I don't like that. She's got her arms kind of like bent, and she has her hands like straight out. Her fingers are all straight out, and she's just moving them in like these unnatural ways. It looks like she's trying to summon right. rain. Yeah, it looks like some like ritualistic like dance move or something. It's freaky. Like, it's weird. And that that's that to me is the creepiest part. Oh yeah, like and out of the blue she just walks out of the elevator and just starts doing this really weird hand. Right. Like, her hands don't look natural. Like the yeah. hands themselves are not bent in normal ways it looks like. Her hands almost. look like I don't know. Yeah, like there's some force that's like stretching them out. It almost looks like her hands are like bent upwards. Yeah, like, like too much. Like yeah, over, like hyperextended. Right. Almost. Yeah. Hi- yeah. That's and a good word. both of her hands are doing. It and she's. And then while her hands are doing that, her arms are just kind of like. Yeah. Keep playing. Slowly keep playing waving around. We're gonna start it up again. Yeah, oh, so oh I don't it's like so that. So weird. That's freaky. It's so weird. And she's like looking down the hallway while she does it too. So we don't know if anyone else is oh, there. Oh, she's doing like she, finger things. She's oh, she's like summoning she's, demons. Looks like she's, doing she's like straight sign summoning demons. Yeah, she's 
She's doing something weird with her hands. Okay, she's got her hands down now. Um, she's walking out of sight. Oh, wait, go back, go back. Oh, is that the weird foot thing? Yeah, the weird foot. Ugh. So watch right here. So her left foot is clearly out of shot. Yes, Here's her left her right foot is foot. out of out of shot, yes. And then, so well, she takes... put it on half speed? Yeah. I can put it on half speed. Okay, there's potentially another foot Oh, dude, something. we're in 144p. That is so low. Oh. That's the highest it'll go. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay, we're at half speed. Okay, so she takes a step forward with her right foot. Okay. And watch, like, in between her right foot and where her left foot would be. And there's, like, you can barely see something cropping out from the side of the, the elevator entrance. Okay, so she's just standing, standing. Her, okay, right. Okay. It'll be, like, right here. Right there. Yep. Okay, okay. Right there. So I don't know if that's her other foot. If it was um, her other foot, she took a real janky step out. Yeah. Because, look at this. Like, if you're standing like this, you would think your foot would be, like, right, right, right around like right here. There. And take a normal hang left thing. But her foot is, if that is, oh. Her like, foot's, like, bent sideways. It's, yeah, it's like her left foot is bent like 90 degrees to the left. Yeah. But we can't see the whole thing. All we see is what would be the heel of the foot. Right. But I'm not sure that's even her foot. Maybe. It kind of yeah. looks like she does take that sharp one or sharp. Right. But I think if that was her angle. heel, you might be able to see like her the back of her shoe going up or like or her leg, like yeah, like the back of her calf the or calf. something. Um I mean it's a tiny little portion of a foot if it is a foot. Okay, well, that's just weird. I'm going to go back to full speed now. I'm going to start it back up. So yeah, potential potential foot there. Potential foot. And then it disappears. It does leave it like does a leave, foot. Yeah, it does look like, like a foot. She it... takes a right step, and then that foot goes as well. So that makes sense if it was her left foot. Okay, so she's out of camera now. We can't see There's her. nothing. All we see is the hallway of the the hotel, and we're still in. Again, the hotel d or the elevator doors have not even tried to shut yet. Right. And no one else has passed the elevator. Like, you don't see anyone else in the footage at all. Okay, so she's still out of the elevator. Oh, okay, now okay. now the elevator doors are closing. But did you see Wait, that? go back. Yeah, that skips. Was, it, that uh, skips hardcore. There's, that's something I've heard is that the footage has been messed with. Yeah, it, that looks and like they took out like there's like a couple, a couple minutes. frames. Like it, we can't see the timestamp on the video well, because it's too blurry. But there is a timestamp, but there's no um, way it's legible. Right, but that's something that has been like publicized is that they took out a couple minutes of the footage. So yeah, it definitely skips forward a little bit, and then the elevator door shuts. Yeah, there's some sort of glitch in the camera, maybe, but glitch in the Matrix. No, that's a great movie. Yeah, oh, yeah, so it definitely does some weird thing there. So we don't even know if It she... probably just got camera cut or something, but the reason is, who knows why. So now we're just seeing the inside of an empty elevator with right. the door closed. How much longer is left on the video? I think that's pretty much the end of it. Uh, there's about 40 seconds left. Oh, oh. it opens back okay, up. Okay, door opens back up. Is that the same floor? That looks like a different floor. Go back and see if the buttons change, because the button would, like, one of the lit up buttons would... You mean um, that if it's on a different floor? Right. Okay, well, if so it goes we'll see up that. to that floor, the button would, like, un. Okay, but we've got two right? columns and a horizontal oh, one in yeah, this floor. Yeah. That doesn't okay. look familiar. Right. Yeah. So, oh, wait. Oh, no, no it does. That's the same floor. But, I mean, well, okay. all the floors are pretty much going to look the same. Right. The thing is, though, if it gets up to one of these floors, that button would turn off. The okay, light on the so button if I go before, I'm seeing... Uh, count how many lights are turned on. In I would video. say I would say four, potentially five. 
I, can't I see tell five. If that fifth one is a like a one, button or not. One, two, three, four. This one here, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Let's call it a button. We'll call it a button. So there's five. Because if it's not a button, it would still show up later. Um, I don't, it doesn't look like any of them turned right, off. Right. Yeah. So it must be the same floor still. Actually, now oh, I mean now, now I only see four. Like four. Yeah. So I don't. I must have missed it. Okay. Okay. That's weird. So it opens up to maybe new floor, maybe not, and instantly like the door opens and as soon as it opens all the way it immediately shuts itself again like right. it doesn't wait at all that is weird that is i've never seen an elevator do anything like that okay yeah a light just turned off yep. oh and that's completely so it, different paint so yeah color. it went up so to that's, a different floor that's a different floor okay so i wonder why she pressed these buttons and she's not on it like well yeah like she's on a different floor so we don't Obviously, she's not in the video anymore, but now we're just right. watching what the elevator's doing, and now it's over. Okay, so yeah, go watch go watch the video for yourself. It is pretty creepy. It's called Elisa Lamb Video. Yeah, and um, there's there's tons of them. Look for the four-minute one from Dennis Romero. That's just purely the footage from the elevator. Um, and nothing else. Yeah, so one of the main theories of how Elisa Lamb, like this whole death of Elisa Lam is called the elevator game, which we mentioned earlier. Yeah, some people think that she was attempting to play the elevator game, which is, do you want to tell them, or do you want me to get, like, an official definition? Um, I'll try and explain it while you look it up. So you okay. look it up. I have it already. Basically but... what it is, is it's a game where you can go on an elevator that has to be at least ten stories high. And you press a certain sequence of buttons. I don't know what the sequence is. Does it say that? It does. Would you like to know? Yes. All right. So, and we were talking about the origin earlier. It says it originated in Japan and South Korea. Right. Um, so I don't know what the actual origin story, but that's where it did start. Um, so what it is, is basically trying to get to a portal to hell, basically. Is that right? So I actually heard that it just takes you to another dimensional plane. So it just it's like right, opening another dimension. <clears throat> but sorry, there's hair on my screen. Um, the rules are: you go in, you press the. F there's like a ton of rules. Like you go to a certain floor, and then you have to do something. Like step one is press the fourth floor. Do not proceed if someone enters the elevator or one of the players leaves the elevator. If someone does that, start from the beginning. Like, there's just, for each one of these, there's a ton of, like, stipulations per. So you go fourth floor, second floor, sixth floor, second floor, tenth floor, fifth floor. And then, after the fifth floor, it says, if a woman enters the elevator at the fifth floor, do not look at her, do not speak, and do not talk to her. That woman is not a human. If you do, she will decide to keep you for her own. Yeah. And then, then it goes on to say, go to the first floor. Um, uh, da, 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 da. Do not proceed if someone enters the elevator, blah, blah, blah. The elevator will either ascend or descend. If the elevator reaches the first floor, leave and do not look back. If the elevator reaches the tenth floor... Leave and do not respond to the woman if she asks, where are you going or what's wrong? Her voice will be high when she does that. And then basically it says the next thing is you are now in the other world. Yeah, and so one of the weird things about this game is there are a lot of rules, but I've read tons of like reports that, or rules about the game. And every time I read them, there's something slightly different. 
So one of the things that I read is that you have to do it alone. Like, no one else can be with you. That's interesting, because that one said you could have other players. Right. So that we're not sure of, but she was alone. Um, and then also no electronics are allowed, which there was a camera in there, so I don't know how that works. But um, And then, yeah, so this person that that supposedly comes on on, what was it, the 10th the floor or the 5th floor or something? The, per, the woman that gets oh, on. Oh, she gets on the 5th floor. The 5th floor. Um, so I read online and I, I honestly don't remember the source but I read that she manifests as like somebody that you would recognize so that it would be easy to want to talk to her uh, like an old friend or a roommate or something neighbor yeah neighbor but her voice is going to be different so you'll be able to tell that something's off about it but yeah she'll try and get you to talk to her and if you do says she takes you for her own, which is creepy. <laughs> There's tips on how to play the game, and tip number one is do not look at the woman, do not speak to the woman. She is not a woman. Hmm. So, okay, helpful yeah. tips. Um, tip number two is someone enters, someone leaves. Begin on, I don't know, that's not really a tip, that's just kind of cryptic. Hmm. Begin again at the fourth floor if someone enters or exits the elevator. So, yeah, this is basically just an attempt to open a portal to another dimension. And when you get there, apparently you're completely on your own in this other dimension. There is a way back. How do you get back? Um, now you ask me as soon as I exit it. Um, it says, returning to our world, to pa- to to back to... Wow, that is not good English. To get back to our world, you must go to the same elevator and press the same buttons um, only if you leave the 10th floor. And when you reach the 5th floor, press the button for the 1st floor. And the elevator will again to begin to ascend to the 10th floor. Press any other floor's button to cancel the ascension. You must press the button before you use to... Wow. Not good English. You must press the button you use to cancel the ascension before you reach the 10th floor. After you reach the first floor, check your surroundings carefully. If anything seems off, even in the smallest of details, do not exit the elevator. If you detect something wrong, repeat step two until your surroundings look as as if they should. Once confident you have returned to your own world, you may safely exit the elevator. Hmm. So basically, just do it again. But... That's not guaranteed to right. work. <laughs> right. Well, it sounds like there are some steps that you could mess up in there. Oh, yeah. It's like, if this happens, do this. If this happens, do this. And go back to this floor. And So, yeah, that's that's kind of one of the prevailing theories. We are in no way condoning that you do this. Right. Right. We have not done it, and it sounds creepy. So Might, might be real. Might not. Not our, not our problem. Yep. If we never see you again and you get sucked into an interdimensional portal, it's your own fault. <laughs> Like my old grandpappy used to say, it's not my problem. Yep. Right. So, yeah, that's that's one of the theories out there of how she disappeared, is that she was trying to play this game, which kind of lines up with the footage because she's pressing all these buttons. But she's doing it way wrong. Right. She's doing it wrong. and. But, I mean, it's, maybe she's freaked out. Maybe she doesn't know what she's doing. Maybe she's trying to stop playing the game. Again, there's footage that looks like it was cut. 
Um, so we don't know that for sure. Right. I never thought of that. Like maybe she had tried playing it and was freaked out and was trying to go back and was frantic about it or something. Maybe. Maybe those were trying to get back. Yeah. That's the elevator game. Background of that. Um, so next, I mean, we don't see her after, for like the last minute, minute and a half of the footage, the yeah. elevator's closed. We don't see her um, until she's found in this water tank on the roof three weeks three later. Three weeks later. And the interesting thing was that when they found her, this is this is graphic, um, but they found her and her anus was prolapsed, meaning that like the tube inside of her body that is her anus was like basically sucked, sucked outside, outside of her body and inside so was, out. Yeah, it was basically inside out and outside of her body. Um and they had ruled her death a dry drowning, meaning that she actually didn't have any water in her lungs. So that's that's I didn't, know. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, like I don't know what the deal is with dry drowning or how they So like, what's the cause of death if it isn't water? Yeah, I don't know. Let me look up more details on dry drowning cuz I'm Definitely. If you didn't know this, I am not a medical professional. Um, I know my eloquence and vocabulary might lead people to think that I am a doctor, but I am not. I actually learned how to talk this episode. That's all I'm happy about. Oh, wait, let's see. Okay, so dry drowning, there is water involved. It said it occurs when water is inhaled through the nose or mouth, causing a spasm in the airway and difficulty breathing. The drowning is called dry because water does not enter the lungs because of spasm of the vocal cords. So basically you start inhaling water, but you like start coughing it back up, but that spasm of the coughing ends up killing you? It's more like suffocation than it is drowning because no water, drowning water enters your lungs and you can't breathe anymore. It just blocks the airway. Right. So basically it causes, water gets into your throat, causes a spasm that you can't breathe anymore but none of it gets into your lungs. So that's pretty interesting that, that it was a dry drowning if she was found in a huge water tank, but she was found floating face up. So that's weird because usually when bodies are found in water, they're floating face down. Um, and there's some, I can't remember the exact reason that she was found face up, but she was. Um, so when authorities arrived on the scene, uh, they had been searching for her for three weeks. It was a pretty big deal that they found her. Um, and they did, they tested for every drug except for rape drugs, which is interesting because her anus was prolapsed. But also they didn't do a rape kit on her as well. And I I can see maybe why they didn't because she had been in water for three weeks and maybe they weren't able to tell. But still, like, at least try it, you know? When I first heard this case, that's absolutely the first thing that came to my mind is someone, you know, maybe raped her and, well, she was, took her clothes and dumped her in a water tank. Right. That's what it sounds like. Um, But they're calling it an accident slash suicide. Yeah, the suicide was another theory thrown out there because none of her uh, depression medications were found in her body during the autopsy. And so... They think that maybe because she wasn't on her meds, she had a manic episode and that that could have explained her behavior on the elevator. Um, Had a manic episode, was going crazy and decided to kill herself. That's the worst way to decide to kill yourself. How does she even know? I don't think, maybe she went up to throw herself off the building, maybe, and she saw those and went, maybe that sounds better. Yeah, I don't don't know. know. I I really don't. I don't understand suicide thoughts at all. That's not me. Um... 
I'm sure happens to a lot of people. I just don't understand it. Right. For those of you that have that kind of stuff, we feel for you. We we personally don't understand it, and so we don't want to say anything that could potentially offend anybody. Right. But yeah, we we feel you. Um, definitely, if you're going through that kind of stuff, we encourage you to get support and tell somebody about it so that you can get help. Um, For sure. Right. But I, I do remember hearing that her blog at times was very depressing. Like, she would post really depressing stuff saying, like, I don't even want to get out of bed today. Why am I alive? And so I'm sure at times she maybe did have those kind of thoughts. I'm sure she did if she was on that much um, medication. I heard that one of the medications she was on was even... Uh... Uh, a study drug is that what they called it like a like it was in testing kind of thing yeah like a clinical trial or something right. yeah i had i had heard that i couldn't corroborate it but that's very possible um, um yeah so i don't know that's just different and oh another thing we forgot to mention about the water tanks is the how big were the, the there's little i don't know square were they square like Trap hatch, lids, yeah. hatch, that's the word I'm looking for. Hatches, that, that's how you get in and out of the um, water tanks. But they were not big. No. They I'm, were very small. Like, I couldn't fit in those. Yeah, if you just look up Cecil Hotel water tank, there's a bunch of pictures of, like, the authorities on the roof, like, ex- you know, doing the extraction of her body and investigating the tanks. You can see clearly on the top there's a, like a, a square lid on each of the four tanks. Um, yeah, I I mean, I could maybe – I'm a pretty big dude and I could maybe fit in one of those. But she was she was a pretty small, like 5'1", like 110-pound Asian chick. So I could um, see how she could. But then again, they say that the doors are like 60 pounds. So she would have had to – really? Yeah. She would have had to lift the door up and then – I mean because it's solid metal. I did not so, know that it was solid metal. Yeah, so she would have had to lift this 60-pound, like, on top of the thing, lift the 60-pound door up, drop herself inside, and then close it. Yeah, it was closed. That's the weird thing. I understand how the rest of it is possible. Yeah, you can lift it up. Yeah, you can get in. But once you're in there... How do you close it's, it? It's... If you think about it, you have the top of the tank, and it's... The hatch is now laying on top of the tank... In another you, direction, from the inside, you cannot. Yeah, you could reach out reach and grab and that, especially lift for how sixty heavy. pounds of metal as a. Small it's not even Asian lifting. Woman. It's with the with the angle of what do you want to call it? torque? Right. You can't do it. Right. Yeah. It's. I mean, even for a strong man, it would be hard. I'd like to think I have a little bit of heft, a bit more than Elisa Lamb. <laughs> I would hope and so. And I can't do it. Guarantee it. I wouldn't right. be able to budge something like that. I don't even think I could reach it. We don't even know how high the water level was, do we? Right. No, we don't know how high the water level was. <coughs> I I mean, they're pretty big tanks, but I would assume that at a hotel, there were only four of them up there. Yeah. I don't know how they fill those, like how often they fill the tanks or anything, but I, I would imagine that when they found her, they were fairly full because the maintenance man was able to see her when he opened the tank. So I would imagine she Maybe. was fairly close to the top. Um, but that's after three weeks. Right. That's Obviously, after, right. they hadn't checked it in three weeks. Right. And right. a lot of water gets used in three weeks. That's true. Um, so, yeah, we don't know what the water level was. I I personally don't see the suicide angle just because it. it was closed. I also don't see the accidental drowning angle because I don't I see don't how you it. could accidentally 
throw yourself in there and shut the hatch. Um, plus, the other crazy thing is that the only way up to the roof was through uh, a hatch that was like heavily locked down. I did not know that. And so you had to have a key to open it. And also, if you opened it, it, it was a fire escape. It would have set off a fire alarm. Really? Which was never set off. Yeah. Well, let's be real. That was a pretty crappy motel. Right. A hotel. It's possible that... My gosh. Uh, it's possible that the fire alarm wasn't working correctly. Or the, the tripping mechanism. Right. But she still had to have a key. Right. So, one of the prevailing theories for this is that... There's the maintenance man that finds her in the tank. One of the, I don't know how many maintenance men there were or if it's the same maintenance man that's referenced, but one of the main theories is that she was killed by one of the maintenance men that lived at the hotel. Um, he was a Hispanic man. I don't remember his name, but um, that he was the one that took her up there because he had access to the roof. He could open the tank and throw her in and shut the door on it. Um so yeah, that's that's potentially one way, but yeah, it was locked down, heavily secured, and it would have set off an alarm. So like two things that, like one, she wouldn't have had the key just as a guest, and two, the fire alarm was never set off. So three, how'd she find her way up there? I'm sure it wasn't the easiest thing. Right. I'm sure it's in a locked closet, like the ladder to get up there is in a locked closet or something like that. Something along the similar lines, yes. It's right. not just widely, publicly there right and what is this 12 floors you said yeah 12 floors tall so i'm she sure she to... wasn't the odds of her room being on the that's the other weird thing we forgot to talk about um how she was originally in a room with a bunch of people in those community rooms right and ended up getting kicked out i i don't know much about that do you know any of the details yeah so basically there were some rooms that were a lot bigger than the other hotel rooms there and what they were for was like uh, people like her that didn't have as much money um, and didn't really care about what kind of room they got. So, and like, let's say five or ten people came in all by themselves. They could all get entry to this one room. So they're all sharing this one room, kind of like there's just cots. So kind of like like a more of like a hostel style room. Then? Right. Okay. Right. So just a bunch of uh, cots lined up next to each other and everyone shares it. It's a bunch cheaper. Mm. You're not going to be in there most of the time anyway because you're probably right. going to be out in the city, so it's cheaper, so why not just do that? Well, she was originally in one of those, but apparently she got complained about. Um, complained about... Uh, so that doesn't sound right. It was like erratic behavior or something? Something. Anyway, a lot of the other people in the room complained to hotel staff about how she was behaving. It was weird. It was... They felt unsafe. Um, and... They ended up, the hotel staff ended up taking her and putting her in her own room alone. Um, that's not really saying anything. It is just something to take into notice that she was maybe acting erratically and strangely and along those lines, which again could be because maybe she wasn't on her meds. Maybe she was. Um, maybe she was daggum possessed. We don't, we don't know. But that is just one thing to take into consideration. Sorry for interrupting. Bringing out the demons on him. <laughs> but yeah, so definitely she was... There's reports of erratic behavior before she goes into the elevator. Um, and then her erratic behavior on the elevator. People usually try and dismiss that by her not taking her meds. I feel like people are using that for every excuse, though. Which, I mean, right. yes, it could be. 
that reason, but you can't just say that for everything. She got kicked out of her room. Oh, it's because of the meds. She ended up in watching. Oh, it's because of her meds. Uh, she was acting weird in, in the elevator because of her meds. Like, okay, you gotta have some other arguments. Right. But, I mean, the blatant, like, the blatant thing that sticks out to me with this whole case is the autopsy process and how they she had a prolapsed anus, first of all, which is could be a definite sign of sexual assault. They don't do a rape kit on her at all, which, why not? Like, what are you going to lose from doing a rape kit on her? Nothing. You only stand to gain something by doing that, like finding evidence. Second, they don't test for any rape drugs either. And a lot of the rape drugs could be drugs that kind of make you go crazy and do crazy things, you know? So that could have been a cause of her erratic behavior as well. I just remembered a few more things we missed. One, remember that expert we listened to on body language? Yeah. Uh, regarding that uh, Lisa Lamb hotel video. Holy crap. It's happening again. Hotel video. Um, one thing he did mention was the... Uh, some of her body language uh, suggested sexual desire. Hmm. Could that be associated with being drugged? Right. Like a, like a date rape kind of drug. Right. Possibly, yeah. But I don't believe that guy. That guy was... He was kind of office rocker. He, he, we listened to an expert on body language about that watched that video, and he's like, oh yeah, she's she's showing sexual tension and, and desire for someone that's off screen. I'm like, no, she's freaking... She's bringing demons in, dude. That's not sexual desire. She's freaking nuts. I, and I, she looked really freaking distressed. Yeah, I would say if my wife ever did any of that, <laughs> it would be a major turnoff to me. It's like so creepy. I would just be freaked out, dude. It's I absolutely love my wife, and she is an angel. But that's just creepy behavior, and it would be weird. Like I would be freaked out. <laughs> yeah, but that guy was not right. Anyway, just something to bring to to mind. Um, another thing we. Um, need to mention I don't know as much about this but I think it's worth mentioning um, how maybe she met a boy through her blogging experience um, do you remember anything about that? vaguely keep going I might I might remember okay um, from what I I can't remember if I heard, read, saw I don't know um, She, as we mentioned before she was a blogger um, and rumor says Something said, somebody said somewhere that um, she had started talking to a boy that she had met through this blog, and a lot, not a lot, there were some speculations that maybe she was meeting up with him in L.A. Um, That's pretty much as far as it goes. There's not much more than that because we have no evidence of any of that, but that could possibly be tied to the whole uh, date rape murder scenario. If right. you, if you meet a guy online, happens all the time. Um, right. Unfortunately, um, again, rumors, grain of salt, all that. Um, but it is something that did come up when I was right doing whatever the things. But yeah, that's that's kind of the overview of the case. There's a lot of speculation out there, so you have to be careful with what you read about it. But definitely go watch the video. That 
that's the one thing that is concrete what, about the whole thing. What we have that's concrete is she went to the hotel, she acted really weird in the elevator, and, and she then before that as well. Well, room. we still don't have concrete that's evidence. True, All true. we have concrete is she acted freaking weird in that elevator, and three weeks later she was dead in the water tank. Right. Those are the facts, and that's sadly that's it. We don't have anything more to go off of. Right. And it's still ruled today as an accidental drowning. For me, that is complete bogus. Oh, absolutely. That's that's not... I much more see it as like a sexually motivated crime slash murder than anything. Honestly, I see it more as something demon-like than an accidental drowning. Right. Right. But, I mean, with the history of the hotel, the two serial killers that went on their killing sprees while they stayed there... It could be another serial killer, you know, following in their footsteps. It could be something paranormal. Um, could be a combination of the two. But it's it's a very weird case. We encourage you to, to look into it and watch the video. Obviously. You At know, your own discretion. Right. And just be careful with with anything like that where you're dealing with demonic or things that could potentially invite that kind of stuff into your life just be careful with it but definitely look into it it's a really interesting case and uh really fun and interesting to do a deep dive on it i just kind of feel like heavy after talking about this case it just like takes a toll on you mentally what i just got thinking about just like two minutes ago man we got a lot of comments on our last episode that we were actually funny and I got like that, and I got thinking now. I'm like, man, we aren't funny at all right now. Right. This is freaking dark and depressing. Yeah, it's like, and I feel bad about that because we're we try to be a a lighthearted podcast, but I don't know, maybe this will help. <laughs> oh, I'm getting allergies. Shooting up his nasal spray. <laughs> I'm getting allergies. Okay. Maybe it's also. <coughs> what in my throat? That tastes terrible. Sorry, yeah. keep going. Uh, I was just gonna say maybe it's also the food we ate. Oh, sheesh. We just down like two pounds of meat. It was bad. It was a mistake. But for all of you meat lovers out there, Arby's, Arby's, please sponsor us, um, has something called <laughs> the Meat Mountain. It is not on the menu. You cannot find it on the menu. It's about $10, $11-ish. Um, but it comes with literally every single meat they sell on one sandwich. And it is a lot of food. Um don't take it lightly. <laughs> you ne- get a drink. Get a yeah. drink. It kept getting stuck. We will tell you now. It is a mistake. It is a mistake. Definitely a mistake. It's definitely a mistake. Do I regret this mistake? <laughs> I don't know. Do you? A little bit. I do. But then at the same time, <laughs> I don't. I'm glad we had this it was experience. delicious. But that might be why we're, we're moving a little slow right now. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's the Elisa Lamb case. Um, let us know what you guys think. If you have any other information about it, you know, it hasn't been officially, well, it's been officially solved in the sense that they have a cause of death, accidental drowning. <laughs> but we know, or we feel like we know that that's not what happened and that justice hasn't been served. So if you have any information or anything you'd like to add to what we've said, definitely shoot us an email, tangentpodcasts at outlook.com. Um, we we need to try the social media thing again. We, we do. I think people are more prone to stuff like that. Right. The chillins these days, you know. Yeah. 
little fandangled in their new machineries. Their computer-tronic devices. I knew you kids in your flying machine. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, yeah, we do have an email. <laughs> we do, so, yes. Social media to Mapsoda. come. Soda. Exactly. TBA. Hook me up. What do you want? Uh, oh, man. Oh, grab it. Yeah, you grab it your dang self. Oh, yeah, I want that. Never mind. We like to pride ourselves in being a very easygoing, casual... Just open that bad boy. Oh, gosh. Well, you got mad at me for making computer noises with the cable earlier. Well, you just kept doing it. Just... Um, yeah, we like to pride ourselves in being a very casual, easygoing, non-scripted podcast. So you will hear us occasionally crack open a cold one with the boy. Because there's only one other of us. So does. As far as you know. <laughs> yeah, if you want to donate to the Do Fund. <laughs> the Do Fund. Yeah. We'll, we'll, Almost we, threw up. We've got that Do Fund set up, so. Yes. If you want to donate to our beverage experience. I'm, I'm, we're dead serious about that. I can post a link in the, in the, the show notes if you really want to donate. Uh, what are cans nowadays? 65 cents? Yep. 65 cents would be gratefully, gratefully appreciative, grateful, great, wow, greatly appreciative, that's what I was trying to say, wow, it's happening again, for those of you that tuned in last week, you learned that Jack can't talk, <laughs> not even a little bit, wow, we're gonna have to mute those, yeah, out, my yeah we might have to, <laughs> okay, Jack, um, Jack's a little gassy, <laughs> Oh, I'm making weird noises out of my throat. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness, that's disgusting. All right, well. I uh, can't stop looking at that guy with his 13-year-old Altoids. <laughs> Dude, I was thinking the same thing. He looks a little too excited to be eating 13-year-old Altoids. We should watch that real quick. Right now? Pull it up, yeah. All right, all right. You want sound? Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to watch some 13-year-old. Oh, this is a 13-minute video. Oh, oh, it's Rhett and Link. Oh, it is Rhett and Link. We'll watch it later. Yeah. <laughs> Rhett and Leak, please sponsor us. Yes. All right. Um, that's all we have on Elisa Lamb. Trying to end it lightheartedly, apparently. Um, Give us a dad joke, Jack. Oh, crap. I knew I should have known this was coming. Um, Keep it clean. I, I was about to say one, but is the crab one not clean? The crab one? The, 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 oh, no, you can say that one. That oh, one's funny. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. What's the difference to, between an old bus stop and a crab with implants? I don't know, Jack. Well, one's a crusty bus station and the other's a busty crustacean. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good joke. Oh, man. I love it. Uh, <laughs> Oh, it's almost boy. as good as the ch chicken sedan, dude. I yeah. lose it every time I, on chicken uh, sedan. I do too. And then Taylor's joke from last Ta week. That was that not was, a joke. That, that was, was so just sad. A dumpster fire. <laughs> that was awful. <laughs> Go back and listen to those if you haven't. It's it's bad, and that's what that's what we pride ourselves in. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna die. That freaking meat's trying to come back up. <sighs> okay, let's just end this now. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you for listening. To catch us next time. Enjoy your week.